Back to the crossover podcast where we get comics, pop culture, and sports, and it is sports time once again as we are talking week five in the National Football League. Uh, joining me today is uh, Bill Needles. Happy birthday, good sir. Why, thank you. Happy anniversary. Uh, thank you. Also, yes, it is also my anniversary with uh, me and my lovely wife, and we did very little to celebrate it today because we've both been busy as hell. I have to do it on, <laughs> a, on a later day. Uh, rounding out our little trifecta is uh, Craig Needles. How's it going, Craig? It's not my birthday or my anniversary. No, no. I feel yeah, shit. The, the Why are you left here? <laughs> <laughs> well played, Bill. Um, so we're recording this a little later in the week, again, due to everybody on this podcast just being super busy. So as we are recording this, uh, the Thursday night football game is actually going on right now, and the Seahawks are currently beating the Rams 7-6. to six, So, uh, And it's pretty much the end of the first quarter. Um so uh, that game is mostly off the board. Although Craig did chime Let's in. Let's just earlier. say now that I picked, yeah. I, I'm taking Seattle minus two. In this yeah, game. Seattle minus two. So unfortunately, we we will uh, be unable to uh, duel out the gambling advice. But Craig did message me before this pod uh, came on and said that he wanted the Seahawks minus the two. And it's it's interesting to bring up this game is because this game opened up at plus two for the Seahawks, and the sharps jumped right. all over it, and it went right from from plus two to plus one if, to a pick 'em and. Seven if I was something lines at one of the big books, mm. yeah, I would have to be like really, really, really convinced to say, you know what, I'm going to make the home team. Uh, uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to have a home dog in a Thursday game. Yeah, like just uh, like just what we've seen. It's just a huge advantage in these games. And Todd Gurley came out this week and said how much he hates Thursday night football. Mm. And well, Todd Gurley's right. Yeah. And look, it doesn't make my Thursdays more fun. Yes. Do I wish that this Ram Seahawks game, which is an important divisional game, was on a Sunday where it belongs? Yes. So uh, Giants Patriots is the Thursday game next week. I like I don't know what they're going to have to make that line for people to even consider betting the Giants, but mm-hmm. it's going to be high. The it's, I mean, it's interesting that you bring up the Thursday night game and, and the en- enjoyment of it, because let me ask you this question. And, and, and you can feel free to both answer this, but we'll, we'll start with you, Craig. Um because I think this is true for me. Have the Thursday night football games surpassed the Monday night football games to you? No, just because the quality of the games is so poor. Okay. As far as whether I'm likely to watch, mm-hmm. y- yeah. I just think teams are better on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I kind of feel as though the NFL still giving the screws to, to ESPN because mm-hmm. of... Uh, well, things they didn't like, so like, okay, here, what's watch what's going to happen to you now? Monday Night Football is going to suck. Although Browns 49ers this week, I think, is better than, or at least as good as Ram Seahawks. But it's better it, than it people has, are giving it credit, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It has some lines in it that you're interested in, but yeah, I'm, I still don't care that much. It's more about individual players that I'd want to watch it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just wonder what percentage of Monday Night viewership is now just based on fantasy football sweats. <laughs> You know, have less of that on Thursday, obviously, because it's the first game of the week. 
uh, still, like the NFL is the most watched sport in North America, and that's never going to change. And uh, if, if if fantasy football is declared illegal and every single website removed it tomorrow, uh, Monday Night Football would still be one of the highest rated programs of the week. But you just wonder how many extra viewers they get because of that. Yeah, and it's uh, the Monday Night Football game does pull ratings the same way the Sunday Night Football game yes. does, especially from a gambling perspective in terms of because everybody who lost their money in the afternoon game is trying to that. make it all back in the Sunday Nighter and the Monday Nighters, right? So, uh, yeah, so those tend to, from a gambling perspective, those tend to be, I believe, the most watched of the week. Um, uh, I, with... <laughs> I, I just thought this would be fun if we checked in on, on my, my uh, top five over-under bets for the uh, beginning of the season. Uh, if we did that on co- sort of a quarter-weekly sort of basis, and then you guys can give me kind of a thumbs-up or thumbs-down, because I think I'm in a lot of trouble, if I'm being perfectly <laughs> honest, you guys. And I'm only not in a complete funk, because, Craig, you did save my butt and talk me out of taking the Miami over. Um yeah, no, I felt good about that. Yeah, but. thanks for doing that. I just they're deliberately trying to lose these games. Yeah, well, the sharps were all over Miami, and I th- the Miami over, and I think what happened was the sharps got turned around on the fact that, well, a their algor the, the smart smart guys their algorithms were t- weren't you know they can't take into fact that the team isn't literally is not trying on the field, and, right? And let's uh, not forget like they were like. They've been throughout the season, like tr- of the, the few good players they've had, they've been removing them from the roster systemically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, last year, I remember the most popular bets from the Sharps were, I think, the Jets under and the Bills under, which were very low. And then both went over because those teams ended up overperforming. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think they just kind of went back to the well because they do like to go to the well of, you know, the teams that get like the three and a half, four and a half sort of a lines they go they'll win because it's football and football's weird right so they they just kind of do that uh so cleveland under nine and a half thumbs up or thumbs down on that one bill cleveland under at nine and a half two and two so far Um, yeah i think i like that i haven't seen anything from cleveland where i think they're gonna to be better than that so I i think thumbs up on that one yeah, it would have been better if, if uh, the Ravens showed up last week for me, I think. If they were 1-3, and three, I think. Was, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a surprise. Uh, we discussed the Miami under 4.5. So far, that's the only one that, <laughs> that looks pretty good. And even then, I had to get talked on that one. Uh, Craig, the Chargers over 9.5? Again, 2-2. Two and two. It's, a, it's a strange one. How do you feel on that one, Bill? Chargers over 9.5? I like that one. I like what I'm seeing out of the Chargers, uh, for the most part. Yeah, I th- I think that you. I don't know. I'm, I'd be concerned about the injuries because that's always what you should be concerned about. Uh, on the subject of the Cleveland situation, the schedule is about to get a lot less complicated. Yeah. We got at Denver coming up. We got home to Pittsburgh, home to Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, two games left against Cincinnati. A game left against Arizona. Like, yeah, I think they might be able to find nine there. Yeah, well, they need 10, so oh, they hof- need- hopefully they can't find 10. You're probably good, but yeah. yeah. I'd uh, I just be wary of the potential of the schedule not being as friendly as it's been to start the year. Yeah. Buffalo under 7.5, I think that one might be dead already. I, I think Buffalo is easily going to win nine games. The defense is too good. Yeah. Like, the Patriots' offense looked legitimately bad on Sunday. Yeah, the Patriots do that once a year, though, where they, they, they every yeah. year... Yeah, but I know it's it's usually in September too. Mm-hmm. But 
I just think Buffalo's defense is really good. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think. I think uh, Buffalo's defense is is getting the proper amount of credit for for what they did last week. But uh, Tom Brady also had you know one of the worst games of his career, and every year Brady has like a really crappy. Like remember last year was the Pittsburgh game. Yep. Uh, every year until it finally actually happens, there's just going to be that one game where Tom Brady like does what he did, where it was zero touchdowns and a couple interceptions. And then everybody goes, oh, is he dead? Is he finally done? Is he done? Is he washed up? Is he... And then it's like, no. And then the Patriots go on to win the bowl. And I, I think that happened to be last week. And unfortunately for the Bills, the, the Patriots well, Josh defense Allen is also hurt. good. I, Josh Allen doesn't get hurt. I think Buffalo wins that game. Well, it's, uh, that's uh, certainly a fair uh, fair thing to say. And uh, we don't know how much cheating was going on with the – we never know how much cheating is going on every week with the with the Patriots. I mean, they had yeah. their – Watching the warm-up thing was a little bit weird. I'm glad Sean McDermott made a big deal of, like, get the hell out of here. Yeah, so. I would have, too. Uh, last one, Chicago under 9.5. Boy, this Chicago team is so fraudulent. This, like, shit. They're so bad. This crappy 3-1 and one that they've got. Ah, that's so bad. Hey, I good. Eh. Now, they're 26 in offensive DVOA, but they're third in defense. The defense is every bit as good as it's supposed to be. That's true, yeah. It's a tough break for you last week, Bill, when uh, Trubisky got knocked out of the game. That was tough. You want him. You want him to stay in the game if you're if you're playing against the. Uh, I, you know what? Bears. Part of me like Chase didn't. He didn't make that many bad mistakes. No, he like, stood, stood in the pocket and made throws. Yeah, and, and, like, and then the Bears, the like the Bears receivers had to be like for at least a brief period, be like, well, this is nice, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> the ball's actually getting to me. Yeah, no. exactly. Sure. Yeah. Oh, it was funny. All right, uh, so we can't uh, bet on the Thursday night game because that is uh, currently happening as we squeak. So uh, let's uh, go ahead and move on to the Sunday night games. First up, the Jacksonville Jaguars are heading to Carolina to take on Kyle Allen and the Panthers. Uh, Panthers minus three and a half, so you're getting that extra half-point hook on uh, Carolina. Jacksonville uh squeaked past your Broncos there, Craig. Menchu Mania is uh, running a little bit too wild right now, I think. I like the Panthers in this spot, minus three and a half, even though you're getting the half-point hook. What do you think, Craig? I don't know. Uh, I Minshew, like looked like a competent NFL quarterback. Put it this way. Mm-hmm. He looked like he's better than any quarterback Jacksonville's had in the last, like, seven years. Uh, yeah. Um, that being said... I wonder about the Jalen Ramsey situation. Uh, Not just his back, but obviously the trade stuff and the whole thing as well. And I have to wonder about Kyle Allen. And he was able to make enough plays. He was able to do enough to win against the Cardinals. But are you really going to want to count on that type of defensive effort for the Panthers to win the game every week? I don't know. Uh, not, not against the Cardinals, I should say, but against the Texans. Mm-hmm. But do you really want to uh, count on that type of defensive effort from the Panthers every week? I'm not so sure. So, a great road win for Kyle Allen and company. They, and I don't think Allen's bad by any stretch, but uh, we saw some red flags this past week. This is a stay away for me. I think if I had to bet, I'd bet the Jaguars, but it's a stay away for me. Interesting. Uh, Carolina minus three and a half. What do you think, Bill? I think I, think I like the Panthers here. I, I think these are two teams that can... I mean, you got quarterbacks that aren't that experienced, right? So it's going to be a close game, I think, which means uh, I'll take the home team. I think they're going to end up having a bit of an edge. So I'll, I'll lose the uh, the few points in order to get the home team. 
next up, the Arizona Cardinals are heading to Cincinnati. Cincinnati getting minus three and a half. I was planning on queuing you up for uh, for this one first, Bill, but I forgot that this game is up next. So, Craig Needles, would you please do the honors? <laughs> Scott Hansen, under no circumstances <laughs> should this game be on my television. Yeah, I mean, what... Um... I thought about Oakland, Chicago, but yeah, no. but that game isn't that the London game? Yeah, but it's still at one o'clock. Yeah, it's true. I, it's yeah. Why is that game not at nine a.m. like usual? A.m. I, I don't, I don't get it. But I yeah, I wonder why they did that because I kind of like the, that's the one good part of the London game is is they uh, start. Yeah, you get the that early start, which is fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, not a great game. The 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 Kyler Murray thing we were kind of excited for, but I think we've we've seen enough of Kyler Murray that we we don't uh, we we aren't about to get super excited and and we can firmly place him in the Scott Hansen game. Bengals minus three and a half. What do you think, Bill? Uh, Arizona. Yeah. Give me the points. I said they looked so bad yeah. on Monday night. Um, I, I think Arizona hasn't looked good by any means, but. To watch Dalton get sacked, what was it, nine times? Like, it was that Dalton's so frustrated that he's not even going to play well. So, uh, I'll take Arizona. So will I. The offensive line from Cincinnati was just... And, and look, I don't know if Arizona's got the, the pieces necessarily take huge advantage of it, but uh, the Bengals shouldn't be favored by more than a few goal against anybody. But if they get half the sacks Chicago did, it would still be enough to change the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's still four or five drives they'll end question of the 31 teams that are actually fielding nfl football players this season because we're not counting miami (laughs) how many of them are worse in cincinnati because the answer could very well be zero of them well according to dvoa uh if we're taking miami off the board the answer is zero uh cincinnati 31st in dvoa 31st offense 30th defense that's not a good combo so yeah Um, why is Cincinnati a three and a half point favorite? Well, that said, Arizona's thirtieth. Oh DVOA. yeah, no, say, I, I, like fine. Then just uh, treat them the same. I yeah. think you're just free half point here. Yeah, I, do, I don't know why you're getting an extra half point hook on 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 the Bengals here. Maybe it's because uh, Arizona's uh, Kingsbury likes to kick field goals when he's on the one yard line. Maybe I don't know, man, but we've already spent way too much time talking about this crappy game that you shouldn't yeah, bet. Anyway. So, so let's, let's move on to a game that I think that I might actually bet. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons are heading to Houston, Houston minus five and a half or minus five. Sorry, not five and a half. Um, I think I'm going to lay the points with Houston this week. Uh, I, although you could get bit by this Falcons team, but uh, man, that that Falcons team. Th- this is a kind of a show show me game for the Falcons because if they at all care about Dan Quinn, they're going to come out for this game. But if the Texans bury them, then I got to believe that Dan Quinn might be the first coach fired. What do you think, Craig? I think that's reasonable. I don't like. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. I I, I think I, I like the Falcons here. I think five is too much, but mm. yeah, if, if the Falcons lose and look bad. Yeah, that's, I think I'm just gonna. I think I'm gonna lay the points with the Texans here. Uh, Falcons uh, do not have the uh, the horses necessary to take care of the fact that Deshaun Watson is. God, he's getting brutalized every week. It is. It is not fun to watch. It's too bad. And look, and and they added a pretty good left tackle, and it's still happening. It's yeah. bad. Uh, Texans minus five uh, against the Falcons. What do you think, Bill? Texans. I'll lay the points. Uh, I always consider Atlanta. I used to consider Atlanta 
a good team that can play bad, but now I kind of feel like they've earned the reputation of a bad team that can play well. Um, so yeah, you said you might get bit by this Atlanta team. That's kind of it. Like once in a while they come out, Ryan's firing on all cylinders and they look like, Oh my God, this is a real team. Uh, but for the most part, you don't see that. And Houston's good enough to, to take care of business here. So I'll take Houston. Uh, Buccaneers are heading to New Orleans to take on the Saints. This game opened up at three and a half, so you were getting a half-point hook no longer. It's just Saints plus three. So they're trying to tell us that these two teams are even, and the Saints are getting a three-point home bump. To me, this is a classic, classic spot to take the Saints here. The Bucks scored 55 points on the road, most of which were kind of flukish because uh, Jared Goff was just giving the ball away like you wouldn't believe few defensive touchdowns. Uh, now, was they just on one play, they just completely and totally lost Mike Evans. So there was yep. seven yep. on a couple of plays. They completely and totally lost Chris Godwin. Godwin like yeah. there was bad, bad uh, choices by Rand defensive back. And then of course the saints uh, won a game in which they only kicked field goals. So their offense looked completely anemic. So it's a team that scored 12 points and still won a game uh, up against a, a team that is scored 55 points. Uh, this is just a classic egg-laying spot for the Buccaneers. I'm, I'm taking the Saints and, and quite easily. What do you think, Craig? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time with this one because mm-hmm. the Saints offense for two games in a row here, as you would suspect without Drew Brees around, mm-hmm. because they have essentially been allowed to play with two offensive geniuses with Brees and Peyton. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Gomer knows goes from two to one, that's not what you want. Um, uh, the Saints offense for two weeks in a row is a bad. Mm-hmm. Just and they've won the games anyway, so good for them. So they've won a game on special teams and defense, and then they won a game just on defense this past week. Um, I think Bruce Arians and the Bucks are going to find a way to make some stuff happen against the Saints here. I, th- I think I'm going to take the Buccaneers in this game. Yeah, I don't know. It's just this just looks if like the a Saints classic. Keep fighting with Breeze, like yeah. I don't. Are, are they the Super Bowl? Fa- like, are they the NFC favorites right now? The Saints? Because no, Drew- I'm. I, I still, I still think it's uh, the Cowboys, even though the Saints just beat them. Uh, you know, it wasn't exactly. Uh... But yeah, I, I mean, the Saints are, are they got just as good a chance in the NFC as anybody else, right? Because like it, the Saints not only just beat them, but they beat them without Drew Brees. Yeah, it's true. Like, and he like it's not as old Drew Brees ain't like Drew Brees is coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, either way, I'm I'm, I'm going to take the Buccaneers in this game. I think that the uh, and look, I like Teddy Bridgewater. I cheer for Teddy Bridgewater. I want him to be successful, but I think kind of the 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 smoke and mirrors the Saints for the last two weeks. It's going to uh, go a little bit. They're going to need to get some points that they just don't get. Uh, Saints minus three. What do you think, Bill? I like the Saints. All right. Um, I think yes, they they have looked a little rough the last couple weeks, but honestly, Tampa Bay's defense has looked rough all year. Um, I, I don't think there's any reason to believe Teddy Bridgewater, of all people, can't carve this defense. Like, New Orleans has the talent. You start dumping that ball off to Camaro, which is the Teddy Bridgewater special, mm-hmm. um, I don't think Tampa Bay is going to be able to stop him. So when he starts getting 8, 9, 10 yards a clip, um, just catching these little dump-off passes, I think they'll be able to move the ball pretty quickly. Um, I, it's in New Orleans. Give me New yeah, Orleans. Yeah, I just don't see Jameis Winston walking into New Orleans and, and taking a game, no matter who's a quarterback for the Saints. That's a tough place to play. Yeah, just don't see it. Uh, next up, your Vikings, Bill, are heading into New York to take on the Giants, and your team is laying five on the road. I got to tell you, this uh, Diggs thing is uh, obviously uh, concerning. Uh, it appears that he wants out of uh, 
Here, I just think that Stefan Diggs is a, a, and the reason why Stefan Diggs is drafted in round five as opposed to round two was mm-hmm. because of Maryland. He was a guy who's hard to get along with. Mm-hmm. Fair. Uh, but there's also hard to get along with now. So you have to couple that with the Adam Thielen thing where Thielen came out and basically ripped on uh, Cousins for not being able to get him that ball when he was five yards clear on, on what should have been an easy touchdown, but wasn't. So obviously your boys there, Bill, feel like they're letting the division kind of slip through their fingers there. I just don't know what we've seen from this Vikings offense that would let us feel like they could go and lay five points on the road against anybody. May so, I make a shit about what we've seen there? Um, the ground game has been fantastic. True. Yeah. I guess it wasn't, but other, every other game, the ground game has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I, I think for me, um, that's that's why. Plus, the Giants not particularly good. Um, I don't know if I'm I, I'm I'm staying away from this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and I'll say this for Kirk Cousins and the rest of them: if this isn't the week where the passing game looks somewhat decent, unless they do the same thing that against Atlanta, where they never throw because they're averaging eight yards a carry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> unless they unless they're able to accomplish that, uh, if the passing doesn't look good this week against this porous Giant secondary, then it is time to hit the alarm bells. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so how do you feel about this laying five on the road, Bill? I actually do like Minnesota. I, I do think they'll be able to have a good enough run game. And the only way they don't have a good enough run game where they're getting five, six yards a clip is if they stack the box, in which case I think I think they can move the ball in the air against a stack box. Like the, the receiver talent on that team is insane. Um, so I, I think Minnesota should be able to do fine. Do you know how, like, if you want to train at a high altitude so that when you train for the actual one, it's a little bit easier? That's what it's got to feel like going from playing the Bears to the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's just, it's going to be so much easier. Everything you do will be that much easier. <laughs> I will say this as well. Uh, the Vikings defense fourth in DVOA. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones has not seen anything like this his first couple of times out in the NFL. Danny this, Dimes, yeah. This is going to be a bit of a new world for him. Yeah. We'll see. This, yeah, this will be kind of the first test if the Vikings defense shows up on the on the road here. It'll be his first real look. Uh, next up, uh, the aforementioned London game. The Chicago Bears are heading to London, I guess, to take on the Oakland Raiders, who are nary a home team. Uh, I am pretty sure in the history of the London games, which has been going on for what, like six years now, or something like that. Nah, it's probably four. Probably more like four years. Um, I don't think I have placed a single wager in the four or five years that they've been doing this on any of the London games. Why would you? Like, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I have a couple of times. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're sloppy games, and yeah, just the NFL just continues to dilute his product. It's too bad, but they get huge ratings anyway. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. So the Bears are laying five and a half on the quote unquote road against uh, the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders. I mean, they they can look a little frisky. I don't know, but it's 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 not going to be Trubisky. It looks like it's going to be Chase Daniels this this week. Who, as I mentioned earlier, um, I mean, we've seen Chase Daniels before, and it hasn't been that great. That's why they kept playing Trubisky over him. But for a brief moment there against your Vikings, Bill, I, I mean, he he was just saying he was holding up in the pocket. He would he would stand up to the pressure and he would move up in the pocket and he would deliver the ball to his receivers. And it's just, we have not seen that at all from Trubisky. Trubisky, if his first read's not there, he just takes off. And 
It's uh, not great. Uh, Bears laying five and a half on, again, the quote-unquote road. What do you think, Craig? Uh, Bears, I guess, because, yeah. no, Oakland looked good last week against the Colts. Uh, I'm not, I don't. That was a th- trap game for the Colts, though. This, that, no, that's I, a classic. This, this should be the Scott Anza game. I, I I kept going back and forth on it, but this should be the Scott Anza nah, game. I really think I really think you're you're shortchanging. I mean, we it, at least you get Khalil Mack in this one, right? Like the, the Cardinals uh, and Bengals have nothing to offer in the way of Khalil Mack technically doing stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, so I, gotta, I think I think you got it right the first time, Scott Hansen wise. That's that's just my opinion. Uh, uh, it's fair. Yeah. Uh, as for this game, I I don't want to watch it. Yeah. Um, I'll 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 take. The Bears, but I'm not happy about it. Yeah, I mean, stay. It's a stay away for me because I don't want to trust Chase Daniels. And I just, again, I never bet on London games. I'm pretty sure I've never uh, wagered a single cent on any of the London games. So, what do you think, Bill? Uh, anything to say about the minus five and a half? Yeah, I like the Bears here. Yeah. Uh, I just think that if if Chase Daniel gets gets in there and just does utterly average. I think that's enough to beat Oakland because that defense, Oakland's not going to move the ball too fast on can him. Can he so. be the mean? <laughs> right? yeah. like, can he can just be mean level. Just, They'll be fine. Just don't screw it up. Can he be vanilla ice cream? <laughs> yeah. Give me the Bears. Oh, I think they're nice. a better team. All right. Uh, the Jets coming off a of bye week are taking on the Eagles, and they are still laying 14 points. The Eagles, uh, these uh, laying 14 points, second biggest favorite this week uh, at home. Um, Eagles uh, also coming off a bit of rest. They had the Thursday night uh, game last week against the Packers. Um, so both teams should be well rested for this one. Uh, Eagles length 14. Anything to say on this one, Bill? No, I don't want to watch this. Ew. <laughs> um, I, I, I think I take the Jets here. Um, I know the Jets have been garbage, but I'll take 14 points. The Jets every once in a while will get into a real scrappy game. Maybe this will be it. Um, I'll take the Jets here just to have the points, but I don't love it. We have to remember that this is Luke Falk, who is probably not one of the 90 best quarterbacks in the world, mm-hmm. um, playing for the Jets in this game. Yeah. Probably not one of the 90 best quarterbacks in New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it's well, a big city. <laughs> well played, Bill. Well played. But I mean, like, if you're taking the Jets on this one, you're just holding Daniel your Jones. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah I, you can't. You can't justify laying 14 with the Eagles, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. So I, to me, it's it's a stay away. But if you have to bet, you just hold your nose with the Jets and and hope that they score a couple touchdowns and yeah, and look somewhat competent in cover. Uh, next up, uh, yet another one o'clock game. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens coming off a tough loss to the division rival Cleveland Browns will be favored on the road against yet another division rival, the Pittsburgh Steelers on short rest coming off, having clobbered the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, on Monday night, uh, Ravens length three and a half on the road. How do you feel about that, Craig? This is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen the last couple of weeks and look, <laughs> The Chiefs, everyone's defense is going to look bad. But you're letting Nick Chubb just go to town on you like that? That's that's a tough look for the Ravens' defense. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's It kind of sounds weird just based on how Baltimore's teams have been built so often over the last 20 years. But if you can just keep the ball on the ground, make it a short game, don't let their offense have it, you're going to be in a good spot. I don't think we've said that about the Ravens pretty much ever. Um I, I think I'm taking the Steelers here, even though I don't think Mason Rudolph any good. Only, like, th- these games, these these teams hate each other. They're brutal. Uh, I will take three and a half points with the home team. Yeah. 
cla- classic scenario where I think you just take the home dog. Uh, how about you, Bill? Anything to say on this one? Ravens minus three and a half on the road. Uh, I'm kind of the same logic there. I think, uh, you know what, a week ago I might have hit Baltimore on this line, but uh, they didn't look that hot. Um, Pittsburgh again. No James oh. Conner for Pittsburgh is the one thing to consider. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's not going to be part of this at the very least. Yeah. I, I still it think. Looks like, like yes, just the points at home. In, in a game that's going to be probably back and forth, I'll take a few points. Why not? If Connor's out, if he's like uh, announced an hour before the game that he's out, you, this line might increase to like, I don't know, five or something like yeah. that. And then you can get some the Steelers then. Yeah. Yep. I'd wait some more of the story. Yeah. Uh, next up, the Buffalo Bills are playing the Tennessee Titans in a game of, of I don't know, kind of what to believe when these two teams take the field. Titans are laying three at home, so the Vegas believes these two teams are even, and the Titans are getting a three-point home bump. Uh, Bills put up a hell of a fight against the Patriots, even though their quarterback got knocked out. Uh Marcus Mariota, I believe people keep telling me this. Uh, the only guy to start, the only quarterback to start all four weeks and not have an interception. So uh, <laughs> that's something, I guess. Uh, still not a believer in this Titans team. I like the Bills. Um, not sure how I feel. Do we know if Josh Allen is playing this week? Does not look like he'll be part of this. Okay. Ah, tough break. Um, Titans minus three. What do you think, Bill? This game leaves me so cold, I got to say. Yeah. I think I like the Bills. Um, mm. I, I think the Bills are a better team, and if they can get competent play at quarterback, it'll be enough. I don't think Tennessee's going to be able to move the ball. I really don't. Uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I it's, it's, it's a tough one for me. I don't want any part of it. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Um, especially if Allen's not playing. And I would suspect that's why the Titans are a three-point favorite right now. I think if Allen is actually... Um, I think this game's actually off the board earlier in the week. Oh, yeah. So that makes sense because of Allen. He yeah. was limited in practice today. Mm-hmm. So maybe he goes? I'm not trusting Matt Barkley to that much right now. But if this yeah. if this is still Bill's uh, getting a field goal and Allen's healthy and in there, I'm, I'm betting the Bills all day. Yeah. So maybe jump on it right now and then just hope he plays if you're... Uh looking to bet on this one yeah because the line's going to change if they say oh yeah he's good to go yeah they yeah. might move it to a peckham or something like that if he's ready to go uh last game of the one o'clock slate the uh new england patriots undefeated are taking on the washingtons and the patriots are laying 15 and a half on the road um normally the gambling adages would say you just hold your nose and take washington but again because the patriots are involved you have to throw uh, out the adages um the Pats looked so bad last week on the road offensively uh, that, you know, you hesitate to lay 15 and a half <laughs> on the road. But I, I could see Tom Brady having like one of them four touchdown performances here and just like a lot of yards. But man, the Washingtons are just as bad as the Dolphins, I would say, in terms of the product they're putting out there on the field. Um,. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, what do you think about this one, uh, Craig? I, I don't know. I There's a lot of games that I just don't really like all that much this week. Yeah. Um, and, like, Dwayne Haskins is not ready, by the way. No, and if, I, if, if I'm the Washington team, I'm, I, I'm just, like, getting the hell out of there. Yeah. Well, like, these people would be like, oh, why don't you see what, what Haskins can do? 
the, the team is terrible. Don't put him on the field right now. There's just no. nothing going on around. Yeah, you don't have much to gain here. I'll shake his confidence. Yeah, forget it. I don't want. To, I don't want Dwayne Haskins going up against Bill Belichick in this defense with those corners. Forget exactly, it. Exactly right with with that defense. Like like I don't know. I just I picture Belichick like watching the the limited Dwayne Haskins footage we have, and then just him with his feet up and a cigar going like Seinfeld that one time in that one episode, just going <laughs> right, just just laughing and it's just ridiculous. Uh, Patriots length fifteen and a half on the road. What do you think, Bill? Um, Patriots probably. I know they didn't look as good last week, but they were playing a much better defense than Washington. So I, I think they go back to the uh, status quo here and just start scoring way too many touchdowns, completely unnecessary, and embarrass teams. <laughs> Great. Uh, moving on to the 4 o'clock slate. Two games, guys. Two. Yeah. Are you, are you fucking kidding me? What are you doing, NFL? Like, my message NFL would be this from my good friend Greta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like I don't understand why is yeah. this okay? Who's who's like? Oh, we have a game in London. I don't care. Yeah, and it's not even at nine. If yeah. you had it at the nine, you you could at least talk me into okay. I wake up at nine o'clock in the morning and football's on all day. I'm happy, but that's not the case this week, right? Like why is Falcons Texans not at four p.m. Why is Steelers Ravens not at four p.m. Right? Like, like one. What is happening? Uh, we didn't talk about what's the marquee matchup of the one o'clock game. I want to say it's Jags Panthers. Bucks Saints for me. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. It's Just from the perspective yeah. of which game am I, am I going to want to see the most? It's Bucks yeah, Saints. I think you're right. Yeah, divisional matchup too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Craig, your boys, the Denver Broncos, are heading to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers, and the Chargers are laying six and a half. Uh, wow. Um, this was the easiest one of the week for me. Uh, Denver Broncos, please. Wow. Well, you feel better about this than I do. Yeah, well, uh, I, I, the six and a half is too high. This, this should be three. This should be Chargers minus three with their injuries and their field goal um, and their missing field goals. And keep in mind, let's let's take a look at the Broncos, like three losses. Again, I'll, we say this every week. We throw that stupid Monday night, that, that Monday night night game from week one out the window. And then after that, you got two losses where you were burned on, a, on field goals while triple zeros came on the clock. Right, like you, you, a couple plays go this way, you could easily be two and two, or three and one, or th- like anywhere between three the and Broncos, one. And the Broncos right could, like, with a couple of plays, be yeah. four and zero oh, hypothetically. Exactly. Well, I think. Well, I think. <laughs> well, I think like you know, if, if, if there's not that fumble six in the five, not that sack fumble in the five yard line against Green Bay, who knows how that game turns out? I, I understand that's like yeah. crazy optimistic saying just about any team can say, oh yeah, change the following plays and you're four and zero oh right now. Mm-hmm. But for Denver, it's pretty clear that you know. There are a couple of different spots here where, yeah, uh, yeah they're, they're not as bad as a team that's 0-4. That being said, I've just got no confidence to play well this week. Fair. I just Six and a half is too high. This should be three. So I'm, I'm, I'm grabbing the Broncos and the points, and I expect your team to lose, but lose probably again by, like, a field goal. So, um, I, like, I think – and, like, again, the Chargers always injured – this Broncos defense has got to wake up at some point. It does suck that you lost Chubb, but uh, that is a problem. Yeah, that's a big problem. But at it, like they even before they announced that Chubb was out, this was still minus six and a half. So, um, but at, you know, at, at some point, Von Miller is going to wake up and start mur- and start uh, murdering people in a metaphorical football sort of way. Um, but yeah, I just I, I think it's too many points. What do you think on this one, Bill? It does seem high, um, but Denver. 
yeah, it's a close old one four, but they're still on four. And they, I don't think they've put two drives together consecutively where you think, yeah, they're not bad. That's a, uh, that's a point there, right? Like I, I haven't watched the Broncos as intensely. Maybe you'd be able to speak on that a little bit more, Craig, but, uh, uh the times that that's happened is like late in these games in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm, yeah. but they'll go an entire half with the, just looking absolutely inept. So it's just, it's, I don't know. The run game has been good. The run game has been very, yeah. but yeah. they've been losing a lot of these games late. So that's not usually what you depend on. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think I like the chargers here. Probably. Um, it does seem like a high amount of points, but Denver just doesn't seem that good. So the chargers have seemed competent. Give me the chargers. Uh, anything else to add on this one, Craig? No, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Fair. Um, <laughs> Uh, last game of the four o'clock slate. God damn it! It's <laughs> just so irritating. I, I'm, I'm, I'm already annoyed. I'm but, so I'm offended. But, I'm I'm actually offended. I'm offended on behalf of Scott Hansen. Yeah. Because this is a man that promises us seven hours of commercial free football yeah. each and every week, and now he's going to be going back and forth between Denver and L.A. Yeah. and Green Bay and Dallas, and he's going to have to fill a lot of time, and it's just no. <laughs> Nobody wants this. Yeah, he's going to have to do a little bit of tap dancing this week, I would think. Oh, yeah, he's going to be talking about recipes for, you know, pies. <laughs> so it's what kind of wings do you guys have going on? Check out my Twitter poll. Scott, no. Yeah. You know what? Here's what I'm going to say, and I'm going to tweet this at him. Yeah. I want Scott Hansen to call out the NFL schedule makers this week. Yeah. I want to say, what the hell's this? That's a good call. We should all do that. Everybody should everybody should try to get Scott Hansen to call it the schedule makers. This is a bad one. Anyway, Packers heading to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Cowboys minus three and a half. Uh, getting that little extra half point hook. Um, even though I'm getting the half point hook, I still like Dallas. I realize they came off a uh, a not so great uh, performance there against the Saints. I realize the Packers are getting the extra rest because they played the Thursday game. But I think this Packers team is a little overrated. I don't think their offense is quite where it is. I think Dallas has a great defense. And I think Dallas, I'm, like, I feel more confident in them busting loose this week after having the bad week. I just think Dallas is really, really good. And I think they're the better team. And I'm going to lay the three and a half with Dallas. What do you think, Bill? I agree with every word you just said. And I would also do the same with Dallas. Um, I, I think... Green Bay is certainly not as good as they were, and Dallas seems to be better than they have been. So give me, give me Dallas. I'm not sure about this one. I think the Cowboys, but I think the line's a little funny. I think the line should be three. Yeah, the hook. They're, they're getting you on that hook. I think. I think you're paying the America's team tax yes. on, on that on that little half point there, right? Yeah. Although Green Bay is a pretty public Green team Bay's themselves. Public, like, yeah. Dallas is the most public team, if you yeah. will. Like we the should three top rankings of that someday. Just like you know, get rid of the the names on the jersey, uh, the names on the back of the jerseys, and just like yeah. which is most likely to get bumps because of who they are. And Dallas is obviously number one. I, the, I think the top the three Packers. are Cowboys, Packers, Steelers. I think those yes, are the three public teams. Yeah, and I think that's the actual order they would go into if you're asking me. But that's a great idea. We should definitely do the. But yeah, I think I think you're playing the America's team half point hook tax on this one. <laughs> Is is my guess? Um, yeah, I I, I I I'm still uh, I think they're going to be one of my five. I think I'm going to lay the three and a half with the Cowboys. Uh, anything to add, Craig? No, I don't. I I don't think so. I don't think this is going to be one of my five. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think the Cowboys are going to win this game. I just think the line's funny. It should be three. Yeah, fair. Uh, Sunday night game, not the uh, Andrew Luck versus Patrick Mahomes 
matchup that uh, they thought it was going to be when they booked it uh, or when NBC booked it at the beginning of the year. But, uh, you know, still pretty, uh, pretty funky spot, I think. Uh, the Colts are heading to Kansas City to take on the undefeated Chiefs. The Chiefs laying 10.5 points. Um, I, I, I thought long and hard about whether or not I was supposed to get back on the... Uh, uh, I jumped off the Colts bandwagon last week. Uh, and just in time, because it was a complete trap game for the Colts as well. I probably should have seen that coming. Um... And I'm debating about whether or not to uh, to jump on it. This one opened at nine, and the Chiefs and the or the Sharps and the public uh, jumped on the nine, and it's gone went up to ten, ten and a half, and in some places you can find it at eleven. We're sitting at ten and a half right now. I am debating about whether or not to jump back on the Colts bandwagon, but I, I don't I don't think so. I think I think uh, the Lions did a good job of. of kind of containing uh patrick mahomes for the most part there uh and i fully expect him to bust loose and have like another four touchdown performance what do you think craig yeah i uh i think the very same thing let's talk about the lines where we wrap up this podcast by the way yeah, uh sure. i i think that just the chiefs are just gonna go nuts mm. and uh they're gonna be back at home and i don't know if i'm counting on that colt secondary right now to really uh and is Ty playing? Let me quickly Google Ty. Ty doesn't look like he's going to go, but and if he if he isn't going, they they well he's back at practice today. That's the yeah. latest update, but uh, but that who knows what that means. And if he's not out there, that is real bad for the Colts because they don't have a guy, a single guy who can get separation without him drawing the best uh, corners. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, I'd be concerned about that too. I like even if Ty goes though. I like the fifty-six and a half over under is something like <laughs> that, that. That that's what that's what whether Ty goes or not impacts for me, not whether the the Chiefs can cover the eleven points. Fair. Uh, what about you, Bill? Chiefs laying ten and a half. I kind of like Indy here. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that the Chiefs, you can move the ball on the Chiefs. I think this is going to be a barmer. I think there's going to be 65 points scored in this game. I'd bet the over on that over-under, um, which means I think it's going to go back and forth a little bit. Yes, the Chiefs are going to win, but I see like backdoor cover written all over this. You know, just that late Colts touchdown to put them up or down by nine in the fourth quarter. Um, I think I like the Colts here. Yeah, it's it is a high number, the ten and a half, and if you can search out the eleven and find it, it's uh it's certainly tempting. I I was very tempted to make the Colts one of my five this week, and I I just I just did not do it. Um, you mentioned you wanted to talk about the Lions, there, Craig. Uh, yeah, I know they're on by this week. Uh, yeah. I think the Lions are good, Pearson. I know you don't want to hear it, but I think the Lions are good. <laughs> It's so weird. Uh, the three wins that they won, I was like, this just team's crap. They're so crap. What a bunch of crap I'm watching right now. And then the game that they lost, I was like, hey, these guys might actually be pretty good. It was. Uh, they, had a, I, they had a couple of bad, like the the Galladay touchdown that was, was called back. The, 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 the Before we had two more. That was a bad call. Now the fumble call on the one yard line, that was legit. It, but, it was technically legit, but it was also, it was the same group that did the saints thing in week one where they blew the play dead so yeah. they then were the, I was like you guys are idiots never do that again and then yeah. they did it. <laughs> yeah i know and so but i was just like 
great, thanks, Saints. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, because that that play would have been blown dead if if that if it was literally any other crew, that play would have been blown dead, right? And uh, uh, you know what? They've been better. More a lot of crews have been better about being like, all right, we're just gonna like let this play out and then yeah. just whether it was a fumble or not, which I like. That's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, which is smart because then you can be like, okay, it was the score, so we can do the like we get to look at it now and then be like because they've been doing that a lot with the uh whenever the quarterback gets hit as the arms going forward a lot right and uh they're like all right just let it happen and then we'll sort it out with a a little replay look after and and that's smart yeah lions 10th in dvoa in our top 15 in all three categories so i don't know maybe maybe they're good who knows uh it's gonna have to win some division games though which they are yet to have but get one next week um Last game of week five in the National Football League. A Monday night, that's a little bit better than I think people are giving it credit for. The San Francisco 49ers uh, are hosts to the Cleveland Browns. And uh, the Niners are laying three and a half. Another half point hook. You've got a lot of hooks this week. A um, lot of three and a half lines. One, two, three, four, five. Five three and a half lines. Um, Niners look pretty good. Where are they in DVOA? Two. How about that? Second in DVOA, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, They're good, man. Yeah, they might be good. Um, good coach. And kinda, not kinda, important. Yeah, kind of need them to win this week. <laughs> so hopefully hopefully they do that. Uh, Niners land three and a half. And a half. Oop, Bill, oh, Niners land three and a half. half. Sorry, just catching up now. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Niners, three and a half. You know, I think you got to go with the Niners here. Mm. I, I think people were high on Cleveland, but I haven't seen enough. So they just blew out Baltimore at home. Yeah. Yeah, I think Baltimore That's played good. bad there as much as Cleveland played good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I still like San Francisco. I have more faith in them. I think they've got more pieces. I think Cleveland has played a lot of bad games this year, too, right? San Francisco. Have they played a game where they've just outright looked bad for sixty minutes? I'm not sure they have. They they struggled to beat the Steelers. They didn't look, and then they but they yeah. turned the ball over a ton and still managed to they win. They were way better than the Steelers in that game, yeah. uh, other than the uh, the turnover. It, like that, like the Niners should have won that game by thirty, but uh, only won it by like four or five or something because of all the turnovers. And turnovers, yeah, you, you got to clean them up. But for the most part, turnovers are fluky, right? In, in, yeah, depending on what they are and how they happen and how often they're happening. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a weird one. Um, I think that yeah, the Niners might just flat out be the better team. I still worry. I know I know uh, the Browns went out there and just put it on the uh, the Ravens, but you don't expect a guy to be running for nearly two hundred yards and four or five touchdowns or whatever it is, whatever it was Nick Chubb did against the Ravens. Three scores, but yeah. The, um, I am still worried about their coaching <laughs> as far as the Browns. The, 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 the coaching advantage in, in this for the Niners is, is significant. very significant. Yeah, very significant. Um, what do you think on this one, Craig? I'm going Cleveland. I'll take the uh, I'll take the field goal. Okay. And I'll just uh, put it that way. But, uh, you know, Baker's got to play well this week. I think the Niners are going to say Nick Chubb ain't beating us. Yeah. So Baker's got to play well this week. And you know what the Ravens did last week was Odell ain't beating us. Yeah. Oh, then all of a sudden Chubb gets 170, whatever it was, and Landry mm-hmm. gets 160, whatever it was. Um, so I don't think that's a strategy, but I think Nick Chubb ain't beating us. So we're going to see what Baker can do. I think that might be a, that might be a strategy the Niners employ here. 
Yeah, that, that's probably the strategy most teams are going to employ going forward. Yeah, but would, that is so. like if if you like the problem with that is sometimes it requires covering Beckham one on one, and that yeah. is just oof. Yeah, that's really like because he, like he he's good at making guys miss, and he makes one dude miss, and he's gone. Yeah, forget about gone. it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, not the sexiest week of <laughs> right. No. Like I think I think we got a nice little Packers Cowboys game, which. Maybe they should have flexed that in when Andrew Luck was no longer part of the Colts, but you know you can't flex games on week five, no. unfortunately. But it's like, yeah, Cowboys Packers is kind of sexy. Bucks Saints is a little sexy. Colts Chiefs is probably better than than the ten and a half. Is probably going to end up being better than the ten and a half. Is giving it credit yeah. for. But uh, yeah, I think it's just fun. It may not be close, but at least be fun. Yeah, just uh, not not a great week in in terms of sexalicious matchups. Um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna move forward. We're gonna do our five now. I have a tentative lead on first place, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go first this week. I'm gonna take Carolina minus the three and a half. I'm gonna lay the points with Houston as well. I just don't believe in the Falcons. Uh, New Orleans, I'm gonna believe in Teddy Bridgewater. I'm gonna lay the three. Uh, I'm gonna take your Broncos, Craig, plus the six and a half. I just I think that line's too high. And I'm gonna take Dallas. I just think that they're better than the Packers laying laying the the three and a half. I am. Uh, Craig, you have got to give me four more because we have already mentioned that you had the Seattle Seahawks, uh, which is going on as we're talking minus the two and you are currently covering cause they're up 14 to six as we are having this conversation with half a game left. All right. Um, that may not last. We'll see. Uh, Pete Carroll just uh, made a poor, poor choice. Not go for him fourth and one from the Rams 30, which is unlike Pete Carroll. Yeah. Um, I am going to go with the Cardinals because I should never be getting three and a half bidding against the Bengals. I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with, and get my field goal. I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers and getting my field goal. I am going to go with the Cleveland Browns, and I'm getting my field goal. All dogs by three or three. All, yeah. All right. Uh, Billy, who you got? Give me my Vikings, as always. Ooh. They're the Giants. Come on, how hard could it be? I, don't uh, know. I just don't like those road favorites, man. Chicago. Mm. Me the Cowboys. I will take ten points with the Colts, and I will take the Saints and Teddy Bridgewater. All three of us have a little stake in that game. Uh, all right. So that's it for week five uh, in the National Football League. Crossover podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the crossover podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, at our probably around our usual time. So we'll be able to talk about the Thursday games next week, depending on how it goes. But I, th- I think we'll be able to pull it off. Um, we at some point will be doing the Joker movie, which is coming out this weekend. I don't know if we'll get to it next week, but certainly the week after tops. Um, so we will get back to some of the comic book stuff on, on this podcast. Um, a lot of the guys are just uh, on who would come on and do some of the comic book stuff with us are busy next week. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but either way, we definitely will get to that. And uh, you guys will be back next week to talk week six and dissect what happened in week five. So Craig Needles, Bill Needles, thanks for doing this, you guys. You got it. Thank All you. Right. Uh, happy birthday once again, Bill. And.
and take care, everybody. We'll see you next week. Cool, so.